Welcome to Rise Through Style, a podcast for women stepping into their next level selves by styling their lives, businesses, bodies, and closets. I'm Christy Russell, image consultant, CEO, and media style expert. I help women embrace their bodies, take ownership of their desires, and create an authentic style that represents who they are. I'm here to provide you with guidance and inspiration to help you rise to your highest and best self through style. Let's jump in. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the show. Today, I wanted to jump on to talk to you about overwhelm. This is something I had been dealing with over the past few weeks, and I just had a couple of things that I found incredibly helpful for me when I was dealing with overwhelm, and I wanted to share it because I share everything with you guys. (laughs) And I feel like this is such a common thing that we all tend to deal with in life, whether it's overwhelm when it comes to our jobs, when we're feeling overwhelmed in our closets or in our style, right? When we're not knowing what to do, or if we're just feeling overwhelmed with the amount of stress that we're carrying on a daily basis. Overwhelm can be such a horrible thing, quite frankly, to deal with. And I found myself in this position recently. My anxiety was just at an all-time high. My to-do list felt like it was a mile long and it was leaving my mind feeling scrambled. I felt like I was constantly short on time. My, My body was just tense and felt horrible because I felt like I had all this weight on my shoulders. And I knew a lot of this overwhelm was coming from the fact that I was thinking about all of the things uh, that I had to do in my mind. And I was creating this horrible cycle for myself that was being experienced in my physical reality in terms of how tense my body was feeling. And I personally find overwhelm and stress to be so crippling sometimes. And it creates this fear mentality almost of like, oh my God, I'm never going to get this all done. And then you start to feel stressed about the fact that you're not going to get it all done. And then you get more anxiety about the fact that you might not get something done. And so anyway, this was the emotional roller coaster I was on uh, recently. Anyway, so I've come to the other side of it and I I wanted to share some tips that I found to be helpful while I was going through this overwhelm, if you will. And a lot of it was started or sorry, the, the end process of feeling overwhelmed began because I had actually remembered something that Gabby Bernstein had said actually at a event of hers that I'd gone to a couple years back. And she said, we speed up by slowing down. And I wanted to share that with you because I find that statement to be so powerful. We speed up when we slow down. Now, when you're in a state of overwhelm or anxiety and stress, and I get it because anxiety, especially something I've dealt with for years, that can seem really counterintuitive, especially if you have a to-do list that is running you ragged (laughs) at the time. It can, you can say, or it can seem like, what the heck do you mean? Like, I have stuff to do. I can't possibly slow down. And I get it. That was exactly what I thought myself. But what I think she meant and what I've found to be helpful through this is that when we do tend to slow down, breathe, and allow space for ourselves outside of the to-do list and all of the things that we look after on a daily basis, 
it allows us to speed up because we become more laser focused on what we need to do and feel more centered whilst doing it. So rather than having a frantic mind and feeling like you're being pulled in a million directions, you have a different sense of calm that allows you to move forward very differently through that same to-do list, through the same day, because you've allowed yourself to slow down just a little bit. So I wanted to provide some tips and things that I was doing for myself over the past few weeks when I was experiencing this overwhelm and how it sort of helped me move through all of this in a way that made me feel a lot better. Now, that doesn't mean that my anxiety was totally gone because I would be lying if I said that it was, but I really, really feel like this helped me overall and allowed me to come through the other side a little bit more peacefully through the process. So my first tip regarding this when you're experiencing overwhelm or anxiety is to create a grounding morning routine. Now, this was something that I really adopted for myself over the past couple of years and has been such a massive game changer in my life. And I found that in any time where I'm experiencing overwhelm or stress, it's because I've been slipping up in my morning routine. So for me personally, this has meant getting up a lot earlier than what I typically wanted to do. (laughs) And now it's actually, you know, getting up early, the process of getting up earlier has actually become my favorite part of the day. So what I've done in my morning routine is I get up, I walk my puppy first thing in the morning, I brew a cup of coffee, and I often share that on Instagram. (laughs) It's like my little morning routine. And I like to sit quietly with my cup of coffee, and I like to read a book First off, so I'll spend about a half an hour reading in the morning, uh, whether it's like a personal development book or whether I'm deciding to enjoy like a fiction or nonfiction novel, doesn't matter. But I spend some time reading a book really quietly. Now, if it's nice outside, I'll read outside on my uh, porch. uh, And if not, I read inside, but I like to read a book and just sip on my coffee. The other thing that I like to do in the morning that's a non-negotiable for me is I also like to journal. Now, this is not necessarily a dear diary situation, although if you want to do that, you can. But what I've personally found helpful with the process of journaling is actually more to do a brain dump. Now, this was something that I learned from the book, The Artist Way by Julie Cameron, or is it Julia Cameron? I believe it's Julie Cameron. Apologies if that's incorrect. Um, but she talks about her morning pages and it's really a practice of just allowing your stream of consciousness, consciousness, sorry, to empty out on a piece of paper without judgment. So if you want to write about how you think it's stupid to write morning pages, <laughs> or if you want to write out your to-do list or whatever te- con- like tends to come through first in- thing in the morning, sorry, it can be so clarifying to dump out all the unnecessary stuff in your mind that you sort of have this inner monologue or dialogue with, with yourself and just get it out on a piece of paper. So I will write that stream of consciousness until I have nothing left to say. So this for me personally ends up being about three or four pages. I know she recommends at least three in the morning. Uh, so you continue to make yourself write until that happens. And it sounds silly and I was really resistant to this, but it was it's become such a beautiful exercise for me and helps me come through a potential negative mindset in the morning and helps move me in a really beautiful, positive direction after I've sort of dumped everything out on a piece of paper. 
Now, the next thing after I journal through that is I also spend time praying. Now, this could be maybe meditation for you if you don't like to pray. But for me, it is just overall quiet time to talk to God. Now, again, I'm not trying to be overly spiritual with any of you, but that's personally what really feeds me in the morning. So I like to close my eyes and I just take five, 10 minutes and really try to quiet my mind. So I guess it's almost a form of meditation as well. Um, but I really try and quiet my mind and have a conversation or prayer with God, if you will. And that really helps me feel a lot more centered as well. So again, it's that process of slowing down that minor nothingness that I find really, really beautiful. And it, to me personally, it really fills my soul in the morning. And then I try and couple that with a little bit of stretching or exercising as well. Again, these slow practices that I can do in the morning that allows my mind to wake up and just be with myself first thing in the morning to serve myself and my needs before I start unfolding and looking after anyone else. So during this time, my phone is completely off. I do not engage with the rest of the world. I do not engage with text messages or emails. I do not open any of that stuff because when I do, my mind's instantly on. Now, the second tip is to get outside. Now, this I periodically do throughout the day when I'm feeling anxious or overwhelmed, but I find it so therapeutic. I'm sure all of you can relate to the fact that when you get out for a beautiful walk and you're breathing in the fresh air uh, and you're taking in the sunshine, or even if it's a rainy day, you know, you're listening to the rain hit your umbrella. It just feels so clarifying and it's proven that being outside is very grounding for our energy and for our bodies. So even though, again, when your to-do list feels like it's long, you haven't got that extra time on your list, please make the time to do so. And again, I know that feels counterintuitive. I get it. I felt the same way, but I try and get out just for a five, 10 minute walk. If it's just walking my dog because he's got to have his bathroom break, that's fine. Uh, but I really try and take the extra five, 10 minutes. Again, it doesn't have to be long. I'll walk around a block or two and just really deep breathe the fresh air because it feels so good. And just again, giving myself that space to slow down just slightly feels much more grounding and brings my anxiety and overwhelm down a notch. Now, the next tip, the third one that's going to seem a little silly, but I swear to God, it works so well is to dance. I love a good dance party. I love a good dance party in the kitchen. I love a good dance party uh, getting ready in the morning in my closet. I love a good dance party as like a break while I'm sort of sitting at my computer. Like I'll have some music on in the background while I'm potentially typing away and I kind of, you know, move my body around. I love a good dance moment. It feels so good. You smile because you kind of feel silly at the same time. If you're listening to a really feel good, upbeat song, you know, it helps you vibe up a little bit, if you will and you feel next level instantly. To me, this is an instant energy boost, and it really helps me shift my perspective from feeling you know, overwhelmed or angry or stressed or anything like that, and flips the script to something happier, more vibrant, and again, a little bit more feel good, because to me anyway, when I dance, it makes me smile. And you can't feel miserable while smiling at the same time, right? It's just not possible. So that is a really, really big one for me. Now, the next tip, if you're feeling overwhelmed or stressed, is to talk to somebody. I think a lot of the time we get stuck in this mindset that we have to deal with this alone and struggle through this alone. And when I had my anxiety, especially after my mom had passed away, because that was really first when I first experienced it, 
I really felt like I had to take on this burden alone. And I cannot tell you enough that it is so nice to be able to communicate how you are feeling to a friend, to a loved one, to a coworker, if you need, if you need to a therapist, like whoever, because it makes you feel lighter. It helps put things in perspective. Sometimes it's just the, the idea of unloading how you're feeling or talking that through. I always feel so good after talking about how I'm feeling. So if you want, you can grab a glass of wine, you can grab a coffee. Uh, you know, if you want something that feels uh, calming and tastes yummy at the same time, or maybe create a nice snack for yourself when you're going to talk to somebody, but I don't care whether it's a girlfriend, your spouse, a partner, uh, maybe someone online, whoever talking out how you're feeling feels so good. And I know, especially when I was experiencing it lately, I talked to a girlfriend and I was talking to my husband about how I was feeling and not that the, you know, they were necessarily offering advice, but again, just the act of talking about how I, how I was feeling felt nice to share with somebody else. And sometimes it just felt like I was unloading so that venting felt good to do, even though there's not necessarily a solution behind it. It just felt good to vent a little bit, you know, cause sometimes we need to do that as human beings. <laughs> Now, the next tip, tip number five, is to get some rest. Sometimes when we're feeling overwhelmed and stressed, especially with a massive to-do list, it can be easy to tell ourselves, well, no, you just got to push through, you know, put in the extra hours, work longer, do more. Uh, And, you know, sometimes that can be true if you've got a deadline. Sometimes you just got to push through those things. But you really have to take care of yourself and getting rest is so important. So when I'm feeling this way, I really, really set up boundaries in terms of going to bed by a specific time and then allowing myself to get up and have that morning routine that I personally find so grounding for myself. So getting rest and allowing my mind to shut off and sleep is so very important. Now on that shutting off note, that goes into my next tip, which is to shut off technology and distractions. I find sometimes that technology, as much as I love it, can sometimes feel like a black hole (laughs) and I have to step away from it, right? I have to take a breather, again, get into things that I find a little bit more grounding, like nature or picking up a book or stretching or exercising. And sometimes it's good to just shut off so that you're not so available to people all of the time. You know, I, I, I don't know about you guys, but sometimes even if a text message comes through, it's so easy to feel like you have to respond to it right away. And that can create unnecessary pressure. So I've really had to learn, and this is something I still feel like I'm learning, but I've really had to learn how to shut off technology and step away from anything that I find distracting. So especially at the end of the night when I'm getting ready to rest or even during the day when I'm trying to work on something, I put my phone personally on airplane mode just so that I can't be tempted to pick up my phone, scroll through social media, answer text messages or anything like that that I feel is going to pull me away from what I'm doing thus creating more overwhelm because I'm having my focus pulled in a million different directions and not getting done the things that I need to. Now, my next tip, and this one I personally have to work on all the time when I'm feeling overwhelmed is to eat well. (laughs) Now, I don't know if any of you can relate to this, but in times of stress for me or when I'm feeling overwhelmed, 
it is so easy to just say, oh, like, I don't want to cook today. Like, oh my gosh, like, I don't feel like it. You know what? I'm just going to run through McDonald's or I'm going to order takeout or I'm going to get like whatever, right? Or I'm going to eat the bag of chips or the chocolate or have the extra glass of wine or whichever. And you know what? On Sometimes you do genuinely need those things. But if it's a repetitive cycle that you find yourself in and you're constantly filling your body with garbage, you are going to feel like garbage as well. And I've noticed this, especially when I had switched over to keto, which if you guys hadn't heard uh, that story, I have it on my YouTube channel with my weight loss. But when I was really starting to focus more on the foods I was eating and what I was putting into my body, it always amazed me how differently I felt whenever I consumed processed foods or things that weren't necessarily as healthy for myself, because I do believe in balance. You know, you want, sometimes you want the wine or the chips or the chocolate and that's totally fine. Um, but on days where I was eating junky or in moments of stress where I would go and, you know, say screw whatever I was eating, I'm going to have the fast food instead. Yes, it felt yummy in the moment and I loved it and didn't regret it for a second, but I was always shocked at how I felt the next day. And when I felt like garbage based on how I ate, it also cluttered my clarity mentally. And I found that I wasn't as focused because of the foods that I consumed. So truly would they say you are what you eat? And I know everybody's probably heard that before, but that's why I think it's so important to make sure that we especially take the time to slow down and cook a proper meal for ourselves and nourish our bodies when it's needing those nutrients in the times of high stress, especially. Now, the other thing that I recommend, tip number eight, is to get creative. I am a big like creativity lover. I love being able to disconnect and allow my mind to kind of wander and my imagination to wander as well. It just feels really good to me. So shout out to any of my creatives that are like that as well. Uh, but for me personally, when I'm feeling overwhelmed, I try and make the space for myself at the end of the day to get a little bit creative or I'll even try and move this into my morning routine if I have time. So for this, for me, this could look like uh, drawing or doodling, maybe coloring. There's lots of coloring books out there now. Uh, I am new to Bible journaling. I actually really love it. And I love binging. It's a guilty pleasure. I love binge, binging YouTube videos of other creatives that do that. Cause I just, I love that craftiness that they have. They're so beautiful. If you've never looked into that before, I highly recommend YouTubing them. Uh, or I love spending time in my closet and coming up with new outfits. So as a stylist, of course, this is a lot of fun. I love to do that. It also gives me new outfits to wear or new outfits uh, to wear the next day without having to think about that in the morning. But it feels so good to get creative, right? It takes your mind off of the to-do list and allows your mind to play a little bit more. And I feel like play brings us back to that childlike behavior that we had when we were a lot younger. And then we often forget about when we become adults, right? We get so bogged down with the to-do list and the responsibilities and all these things. So it's nice to step outside of that, get creative and play in some capacity. So whatever that may look like for you, please indulge in that. Do that for yourself. I do love the outfit thing though. It's so much fun. Uh, now tip number nine is to play with animals. So if you are a pet lover or an animal lover and you have pets at home, play with your pets. I mean, sometimes I feel like, you know, they're in the background of our lives. You know, I talk to my dog all day long as if he understands me, but I love having that little dialogue with him. So when I'm again, feeling more stressed and overwhelmed, I really take even more time out with him to play even more, take him for more walks, um, you know, just love on him harder. 
Um, because again, it brings me back to that present moment because animals are so very present. They're so unconditionally loving. That's what I'm, I love about them so, so much. And I find myself instantly feel better from the silliness and spontaneity of animals. I just think they're so wonderful uh, to have in your life. And um, Charlie, my dog, just brings me so much joy. And he instantly makes me feel better uh, to just snuggle and play with at any time of the day. And I find that very, very grounding to do. Now, the last tip for overwhelm that may get a bit of an eye roll, but I swear it makes such a difference is to exercise. This is one of the reasons why I love to run so much. Not that you have to be a runner because you certainly don't, but if there's something that, you know, you want to do to make you feel good and to provide mind clarity, it's something good for your body, uh, and to just slow down a bit, exercise is such a beautiful thing. I love running because not only does it get me outside, but it's something where, again, I'm, I'm not... Uh, available for technology. I'm not around distractions. I can take in the beautiful sunshine and breathing in fresh air. And I can sort of stomp out how I'm feeling, if you will, into the pavement. I don't know. It feels so good. Running to me is such a therapeutic thing. I love it so, so much. And it makes me feel really good at the same time. And it's healthy for me. So it doesn't have to be exercise or sorry, it doesn't have to be exercise. It doesn't have to be running. My apologies, but maybe it's yoga. Maybe it's stretching. Maybe, uh, I don't know, kickboxing, or maybe you're doing some sort of hit routine or like whatever it may look like for you, but getting some kind of exercise, even if it's just a simple walk will be so beneficial and instantly make you feel better because you've done it. So I hope this is helpful for you guys. If you're, if any of you are feeling overwhelmed or you're feeling stressed out or you're feeling like your to-do list is a mile long, remember what Gabby Bernstein said, we speed up when we slow down. And again, I found that to be so true when I've done any of these 10 tips that I just suggested to you guys, I instantly felt better and I was able to come back to what I was dealing with at hand with a renewed mind, with renewed vigor. And then I was able to power through all of my things much more quickly because I was feeling much more connected to what I was doing. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. If you enjoyed it, I would be honored if you would leave me a review on iTunes. And if you really loved it, please be sure to share it and tag me on social media, which is at Christy Russell to let me know. I'm always so excited to hear your thoughts. Sending you guys all the love to the moon and back, and I'll see you in the next episode.